This is Phoenix FM. You're listening to Off the Record with Gary Day. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Hello, my friend. 
we're back together once again, coming to you live from our little radio treehouse here at Phoenix FM, broadcasting to you from the ample bosom of Brentwood on 98 FM to Essex, Kent and beautiful East London, and we're online to everywhere else. Welcome on board to another edition of Off The Record, where we kicked off our show with Oasis doing their best Beatles impersonation, and I'll play that for Auntie B. And next up, fusing some disco with some UK jazz funk is a real favourite of mine, from Freeze. have some jazz funk on the show it's been long overdue 
And what a great vocal from the lovely Ingrid Mansfield Allman. She made that record a bit special. Okay, here we are again together on show number six. And just like every week, it's just a good excuse for you and me to hang out together for a couple of hours and play some great singles and album tracks from my record collection. Now, you should know the score by now. Our show doesn't follow any fashion. It marches to the beat of its own drum. And it's prone to go off in different musical directions, but then that's just half the fun of it. Like this next track, uh, something rather glorious from the faces who were Terry Mackers, maybe I'm amazed, the new one. And as marvellous as the original, is this live recording from 1972 has something really special about it. There's another number. Never I'm amazed, man. Really need 
want you Honey, I want you To try to understand Ronnie Lane, Rod Stewart. What incredible different paths their lives took. Okay, uh, continuing what is becoming a weekly celebration of the 40th anniversary of the old two-tone record label, this week we look at a bit of an odd page in the label's history. You see, Elvis Costello had been signed to a record label called Radar, and that label collapsed towards the end of 1979. So Elvis's manager, Jake Riviera, saw uh, the special's two-tone record label as an ideal venue for a one-off single, until Elvis uh, sorted out a new label for his Get Happy album. Now, Terry Dammers, who ran the uh, two-tone label, wasn't happy about being used as a stopgap, and he said that uh, Jake Riviera cheekily got a few thousand uh, Elvis Costello singles pressed on the two-tone label, obviously thinking that I would be delighted to have such a major star on my books, but I wasn't having it and didn't release it. So Elvis was forced to give away these singles free at his gigs, and now they're all collector's items, of course, and they can command a, a really high price if you have one in your record collection. But uh, back to the actual song, and in, in keeping with the two-tone tradition, the A-side of the single was a cover version, at this time of an old Sam and Dave soul record. Uh, and I actually think this introduction is actually longer than the record. <laughs> anyway, this is Elvis Costello and the Attractions, and I can't stand up for falling down.
is Off the Record with Gary Davidson. Playing the best rock and roll, soul, new wave, reggae, ska, indie, disco, punk and glam rock. Just stop. 
Richard Marjoram. That was Pulp, who back in 1998 brought the uh, Britpop party to a bit of a juddering halt with that one. Uh, that was the title track to their This Is Hardcore album, which was the uh, bleakest of flip flies to uh, a different class, which dominated 1995. And it was an album that saw them intentionally or not commercially shooting themselves in the foot. But then really, when has commercial success been a reliable benchmark to judge music by? <laughs> go by this show and uh, if you've got a record that you've never uh, hear on the radio then drop me an email here at the Treehouse and I'll try and sort it out for you our address as always is radio at phoenixfm.com uh, a bit like this next track which uh, a completely different Richard contacted me about a few weeks ago in amongst a load of great tracks that he listed that he wanted to hear but this one obviously stood out for me it's by the excellent Divine Comedy and it's another beautiful song from Neil Hannon which is always as uh, packed full of intelligent and clever lyrics and if you've ever seen the brilliant Father Ted on Channel 4 you're going to recognise this next track as the instrumental theme tune but uh, with lyrics it's transformed into this gentle song about a, a shy lad in a world of teenage lust sitting alone in his bedroom and composing love songs. And if that makes you think of Ted kicking uh, Bishop Brennan up the arse, then that's just a bonus.
What do you say? Oh, 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 oh,
That's the best thing Erasure ever did. It's called Stay With Me. What a great track. Okay, yesterday, the uh, 16th of September, marked the 42 years since Mark Boland died in a car crash in southwest London at the appallingly young age of just 29. Now, Mark always feared a premature death. Uh, one of the reasons it was said that he never learned to drive. And he was once uh, quoted as saying, I, I get a funny feeling that I shan't be here for very long. And I'm not talking in terms of things like success. It frightens me sometimes. And if that wasn't freakish enough, in a BBC documentary shown to mark the uh, 40th anniversary of his death, Simon Napier-Bell said that uh, James Dean was a big hero of Mark Boland's. And Simon recalled saying to him once, well, I'd be careful having James Dean as a hero because you might end up dying in a Porsche. And Mark Boland replied, oh, I'm just tiny. I'd like to die in a Mini. I was dancing when I was 12. I was dancing when I was 12. I was dancing when I was out. I was dancing when I was out. Dance myself right at the womb And dance myself right at the womb Is it strange to dance so soon? I dance myself right at the womb I was dancing when I was eight Myself out of the world. I 
Only a week before Mark Boland's tragic death, he asked his friend David Bowie to appear on his TV show to sing Heroes and then do a duet with him. But as soon as um, Boland joined the Dame on stage, <laughs> their duet of standing next to you was cut short as cameramen, technicians suddenly downed their tools and deserted the set, much to Bowie's dismay. But that's how things worked back in the UK in the 70s. Seven o'clock on the dot, time to go home, I'm off. Unbelievable now when you think of it. We love him. 
Okay, I was chatting with my mate Darren the other day as he's always been a massive Mark Boland fan and he said when he was at school in 77, all the kids used to take the Michael out of him for still being into Boland and T-Rex as, as by then, Boland's star was well and truly on the wane. But Darren said there was one boy in his class who stood up for him and his name was Nick Norman. You see, uh, Nick Norman's uncle had a mate in a punk band and they were touring with Boland at the time and, and his uncle's mate said uh, Boland was really helping out this young punk band and that Boland was all right and he would make it big again. And sadly, as we know, that didn't happen. But this tale can now serve as one of the most tenuous introductions to a record that you'll probably ever hear. As uh, my mate called Darren had a mate called Nick Norman who had an uncle whose mate was called Raymond Burns. And Raymond Burns is also known as Captain Sensible. And the punk band that Captain Sensible played for and who Bolan was helping out was called The Damned. Is she really going out with him? record with Gary Davidson. Playing the best rock and roll, soul, new wave, reggae, ska, indie, disco, punk and glam rock.
Wooly Bully, originally recorded by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs back in the 60s, but that version by Bonkers Scar Band Bad Manners was taken from their debut album Scar and B, which was released in the same year that West Ham beat Arsenal 1 0 in the FA Cup. Now, Bad Manners are really the big man, Douglas Trendle, better known as Buster Blood Vessel, and he continues to give a cracking good show of aggressive and highly danceable good time scar tunes. And their latest tour arrives in our area just before Christmas when they play Chinneries in South End on December the 11th. And uh, Bad Manners are being supported by Max Splodge. You know Max Splodge, the splodgeness abounds. They recorded the best ever record about getting served in a pub. It's so accurate, they must have wrote it after trying to get served in the Weatherspoons in Braintree. <laughs> number, I'd like to return to the classics. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I gotta be me. I want to live, not merely survive, and I won't give up this dream of life that keeps me alive, I gotta be me.
faraway prize A world of success Is waiting for me If I need the call I won't settle down Won't settle for less As long as there's a chance Go it alone That's how it must be I can't be right for somebody else If I'm not right for me I gotta be free I've gotta be free Daring to try to do it or die Somebody else If I'm not right for me Sammy Davis Jr. And if you don't do anything else, live your life by that song. You're listening to Off The Record with Gary Davidson. Playing the best rock and roll, soul, new wave, reggae, ska, indie, disco, punk and glam rock.
Marley, Could You Be Loved, a little bit of reggae. Okay, as always, let's kick off our second hour of Off The Record with a couple of records that made it to number one in the UK singles chart. And just for fun, let's see if you can remember the year that they topped the charts. Now, our first number one was written by the Small Faces writing partnership with Steve Marriott and Ronnie Lane. Oh, we're still going. <laughs> I shouldn't have had that, Estrella. Um, All or Nothing has been uh, climbing the charts since early August in this year and had the distinction of removing the Beatles from the summit to give the Small Faces their one week at the number one in the UK. Now, West Ham fan Steve Marriott was rightly proud of the song and the progression that it represented in the group's output. It's great, he told Record Mirror. This is the first proper record we've done instead of all that Mickey Mouse stuff like Sha La 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 Lee. There were four more UK top ten hits to come in the all too short history of the Small Faces, but All or Nothing would remain their biggest chart disc, and as Marriott agreed, remained one of their finest three mechanics on record. But can you remember in what year did it top the UK charts for one week? on the 17th of September.
Faces, number one on this day back in West Ham's World Cup winning year, 1966. Okay, our next number one will prove what I said last week when we were celebrating Jeff Powell's birthday, and I said that Slade were not just for Christmas. Now, in Noddy Holder's um, <coughs> autobiography, Who's Crazy Now?, Noddy said that Slade hit their benchmark sound with the release of this record. Very raucous but catchy, and it's a real powerhouse record that had all the right ingredients. Musically, Mama took us to another level, he said. It was a classic Slade song. Everyone loved it and knew all the words. Well, Mama, We're All Crazy Now was Slade's first single from their third album, Slade, and it would give the Wolverhampton band their third UK number one single. But can you remember in what year this topped the UK charts? for three weeks.
one on this day back in 1972. You were way out. <laughs> 78. Now, I enjoy doing a lot of research for our show and in the process, I've raised the bar with levels of plagiarism. But I've found out some weird and wonderful stuff. But this next one made me chuckle. 41 years ago today, the video for Queen's new single, Bicycle Race, was filmed at Wimbledon Stadium. And it featured 65 naked female professional models racing around the stadium's track on bicycles. Now, surprisingly, the band weren't there. They filmed their footage of them performing the songs somewhere else. But what made me smile was that when the rental company found out that they were being returned 65 bikes that had been ridden on all day by 65 naked ladies, they requested full payment from the record company for new saddles. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my Phoenix FM. 
their most uh, popular song to date, uh, taken from their debut album Expecting Supply, which uh, was released at the height of the Britpop back in 96. And Adam Devlin, the uh, guitarist and songwriter with the Blue Tones, is celebrating the Big 5-0 today. And you know, someone else who should have been celebrating his 50th birthday today is Keith Flint. God bless you, Keith.
on this day, back in 1991, over four million copies of Guns N' Roses' album Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2 were released at the same time, making it the largest shipout in music history in America. And this next track from Use Your Illusion 2 also found its way onto James Cameron's Terminator 2 soundtrack.
On this day, 52 years ago, the Doors were banned from the Ed Sullivan Show in the States after Jim Morrison broke his agreement with the show's producers that when they sung Light My Fire, he promised he wouldn't sing the lyric, Girl, We Couldn't Get Much Higher, but he changed his mind during the broadcast and sung it anyway. But after they'd sung Light My Fire, the Doors also performed this, their new single. People are strange when you're a stranger Faces look ugly when you're alone Women seem wicked when you're unwanted Streets are uneven when you're down When you're strange Faces come out of the rain When you're strange No one remembers your name When you're strange When you're strange When you're strange People are strange When you're a stranger Faces look ugly When you're alone Women seem wicked When you're unwanted Streets are uneven When you're down Tomorrow marks the 49th anniversary of the death of Jimi Hendrix, uh, one of the most influential guitarists of the 60s and described by Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as arguably the greatest instrumentalist in the history of rock music. And as Hendrix said, once you're dead, you've got it made. And he wasn't joking because since his death in 1970, 18 albums of recycled Hendrix music has been officially released in the States and his back catalogue is one of the biggest selling for Warner Brothers Records and it's estimated that Hendrix sells more than 3 million album downloads internationally each year with additional millions of dollars generated by publishing royalties, DVD sales and t-shirt merchandise. It's just incredible really. Now Hendrix's last studio album was Electric Ladyland which included the iconic tracks Voodoo Child plus this track, Hendrix's cover of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower.
just love that one. Talk, talk. It's my life. And I'm playing that one especially for Julie. about it for another show thank you for joining me once again as always I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I always enjoy putting our little shows together for you each week and thanks also to the podcast listeners and for your patience as I seem to be getting later each week getting the show published I promise I'll try and improve on that But let's finish our show this week 
with three gorgeous tracks back to back. We'll finish with a classic from Van the Man, and before that we have the Carpenters' really sophisticated rendition of Superstar. But first up, we have a beautiful Motown classic featuring the talents of keyboard great Billy Preston and Stevie Wonder's ex-wife Sarita. So I'll see you next week, but until then, goodbye and God bless.